0: Hey there, Ghostbusters fans, and welcome to the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip Podcast for the week of February 18th, 2019. This week on the show, it is New York International Toy Fair time, and that means there are a whole lot of announcements coming out of the uh, convention. We're going to try to do our best to keep up with those, including Ectotron, the Transformer crossover with Ghostbusters. Uh, we'll also be talking about Ghostbusters 2020 news, a whole lot of stuff coming up. Stay tuned.
1: So, I've got uh, the Nuclear Heart sticker. I've got a Ghostbusters Canada sticker. Yeah. And I have my uh, homage slash uh, personalized copyright infringement of Brandon Bird's nuclear family. Do you remember that one? The, yeah. yeah. The little outline the of the Ghostbusters. Yeah. So, I reworked that. So, it's me and my wife and Thomas. Oh, that's cute. I have those. Yeah, now I want to make a, a, a WWMD question mark sticker. <laughs> what would Massimo do? Yeah. I need that for my car. Yeah,
0: and it'll confuse I- everybody that's not in the know, but at least it will remind you. You can look in your rearview mirror every time you feel like honking or yelling at somebody on the, uh, the drive that's into right. work. Yeah, uh, so I'll do that. Dude, put a little GB Max in your heart. That's the... <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: All right, now just the men, the real men, <laughs> the real Come men.
1: And now the women, the, the real, real women. women. <laughs> <clears throat> um, <sighs> trying to think. That's where we're starting with the episode, by the way. It's, yeah, I'm fine <laughs> with that. Put a little Max in your heart. <laughs> We won't, we, need play, re-
0: we won't play the first half hour of this conversation, <laughs> so as not to force people to drive their cars off of a bridge and jerk the wheel into oncoming traffic.
1: Hey, kids. You want to listen to a half an hour about how the insects are all dying out? <laughs> Hooray! Oh, 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 oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to... Uh, it's not really in her rundown, but did you see the, the that Twitter account? All they post is concept art stuff. and uh, They had a couple of tweets of Vigo, Vigo concept oh, art. I,
0: I did. I put that in the rundown because I saw that and I was pretty. Uh, I was pretty intrigued by it because it was stuff that I had never seen. And it, it never like seen it's before. All the, the Enriquez and um, uh, what was the other artist who worked on the first film? I didn't. I didn't even know that he did concepts for Ghostbusters 2 until. Uh, the the Ghostbusters social media, like their Instagram and their Twitter, posted a couple Vigo concept yeah. paintings, and I was like, "Oh, what?
1: Really? Yeah." And it was it was some real uh, wide ranging interpretations of.
0: Uh, let's see where I know I ha- oh Tales from Weirdland. That's the Twitter account that that posted those.
1: Um, and, and there's like six to eight something like that.
0: Yeah, and like ranging from him looking like a. a a Tolkien-esque wizard uh, to the weird kind of like Viking one. I don't have them in front of me yeah, now. I'm trying to recollect a, what I saw. There's but, a
1: strange like uh, Easter Sunday Pope kind of one. Yeah, oh, and yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I, it's uh, well, again, we talked about this before. <laughs> you always know it's a good movie when it's still surprising you with stuff years yeah. later. Well, and I think that sort of speaks
0: to not the neglect that Ghostbusters 2 has always gotten, but it just never really had that much behind the scenes stuff. Even when you see the DVD releases and the Blu ray releases, GB2 never really gets the same amount of love, probably because the movie didn't get the same amount of love as the first one did. But, uh, no, but there's, there's got to be a ton of that stuff out there. A ton of it.
1: And frankly, after all this time, we'd, we'd take it, right? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, even people who are not uh, as big on Ghostbusters 2, if they said, you know, here's concept art for. Whatever Equipment, costumes, jumps out. People, yes, yes, please, more, more, yeah. more, more.
0: Which begs the question, I'm curious, so if, if the social media managers that are working the, the Ghostbusters accounts now, if they've got that art, and then this uh, Tales from the Weird Land uh, account, which they, they post a lot of, I mean, it, they stay true to their name, they post a lot of obscure a lot. kind of rare things. Where did this wealth of material just suddenly come from? Did some... St- some vault open up or did somebody sell off their archives or i'd, I'd be curious to know where that came from but who well we have to ask them yeah let's all right tales from weird then we're gonna ask you here on the air in a second um uh, but hey everybody welcome to the Crossrip. uh yes we'll, we'll spare you let's see I started recording uh, six minutes ago because uh, 30 minutes and 14 seconds ago, we started talking and I I was like, oh boy, this is getting dark. I'm turning off the recorder. (laughs) I I don't want anybody to have to listen to this because everybody's so, everybody's so nice and, and like, oh, Troy and Chris are always so positive and, uh, um, and, and and when we talk about Ghostbusters, that's what we strive to be. We were talking about the world at large for the first half hour that you're not going to hear, and that that was not so
1: positive. Yeah. But, um, well, the funny part is, I think I'm happily going to retreat more into Ghostbusters. I think because it's a pretty good <laughs> refuge. It, Actually, that's a that's a ringing endorsement of the world today. When I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I'll be I'll be in the still bubbling uh, uh, pool of of arguing (laughs) the ghostbusters community because you know it's it's better than out here yeah it's better that Um, way yeah well actually if you want to generalize i i think more people than not are good and bad we'll get into this in a bit here but are excited for 2020 and it's like wow we're gonna have to like we're what a year and a quarter away a year and a half we gotta pace ourselves here Slow Ooh, down, drink, drink, um, drink fluids, make sure you're hydrated. I'd rather, uh, I'd rather excited than not. The yeah. funny part was, is I saw an article somewhere where they were like, how come the Ghostbusters news didn't make a splash? And I was like, where were you standing from? Cause yeah. I was in the, uh, I was in the splash zone. I'm I covered in, uh, I'm covered in watermelon. Okay. Like <laughs> that's yeah, a Gallagher, Gallagher joke for all you people. It yeah uh, so playing at home gallagher oh man crazy old reference bingo uh, uh yeah
0: i i saw that same article and i i thought because that ha- that came up like i don't know two or three weeks ago uh right right after the teaser came out and then i looked at the source and it was like some i don't and, and again i know yeah I, I think i i can see where you're telegraphing we're going to be getting into these sources of things that we're talking about and scrutinizing those sources very question uh, question everything. You can you double you can back out if
1: you want, by the way, because let's be honest, this topic did sort of set me off in that first half hour. It did, did. It did. It really did. I mean, that's
0: kind of what started the conversation. And then we turned to you know uh, climate change and things like that. But um,
1: Despair. Despair. Uh, Actually, well, yeah. here's the thing. Here's what people are missing. It's very easy for you and I to get very glum about uh, uh, climate change in a week where Hawaii had its first uh, recorded snow ever. Yeah. Uh, I just came back from hanging out with you in LA, and you guys, as far as I can tell, are still getting rain? Is that we still are, ongoing? We're still
0: in rain, and we've been having frost every, <laughs> every morning, which is blowing a lot
1: Cold of Los Angeles frost. people's minds here. <laughs> and I'm sitting in the middle of a, a February winter wonderland that is – It's not impossible, but it's highly unlikely, and it's been going on for like a solid week now here in Vancouver. Yeah, but Punxsutawney
0: Uh, Phil uh, predicted in early spring, so don't
1: don't worry. (laughs) Yeah, my (laughs) – my son had a running tally of all the groundhogs three out of four (laughs) saw the shadow (laughs) or no didn't see their shadow sorry three (laughs) out of four all right well Well, you even it out
0: you take the mean uh, average of them and uh, that's where we'll end up but uh, but yeah I I mean again thank you everybody for uh, for all of your comment I mean we love your responses to all of the episodes I mean uh, good good or bad Uh, We did get a correction already from uh, Mr. Michael Tanaka at whatever it was, uh, 1234 a.m. It wasn't even a correction. It was just a, I think you guys are baiting me now (laughs) to, to send
1: in an email, but... Um yeah I mean no we are just that sloppy sorry we really Michael are. <laughs>
0: uh, but it's funny he he brought up something that we're going to be talking about here in the rundown again something that we've mentioned a few times but uh so yeah so again thank you guys for your, your uh, feedback on the episodes we're going to do our best to continue to stay positive uh and, and even in the conversation that we had last week where we did talk about our our sort of general uh, dipping of our toe into the waters that are the the climate of fandom and uh, the the culture that is developed online uh, we I, uh, we were being very measured and careful with our conversation and and that was purposeful because we really wanted to articulate uh, things but it seems like people responded well to it so um, so I thank I thank you all for your responses it's it's always cool. Uh but uh let's do let's do this. Let's get into like you said, let's bury ourselves in Ghostbusters here because that's really what it is all about is escapism. And I gotta I gotta escape. <laughs> I gotta escape. Alright, please. Hey guys, Peter. I have some news from the world of Gozer.
1: I got some pretty cool stuff cooking up over here if you want to see your head. Multiplanar, curly and emanation. Yeah, well here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker.
0: All right, so Chris, let us start where I believe we will be starting for the next, like you said, fifteen months here, with the most recent, <laughs> up to date, confirmed, one hundred percent official Ghostbusters twenty twenty news. I'm, gonna, you have I'm gonna, I'm gonna insert uh, 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 like a tone there or something oh. or crickets or uh, yeah, no, no, there's <laughs> there's no official news. There won't be any official news. I would imagine until <laughs> months from now. Uh, but in in our current culture of we need something and we need it now and we need to consume and I need to scroll and then consume something else. Uh, there is still kind of sort of news like the Internet going crazy about an unconfirmed, quote unquote, exclusive from a source that can't confirm or deny it. And we don't know again who this it came from discussing film, which uh, seems to have a pretty big following and, and uh, <coughs> tons and tons of content. Um, But they posted up a May 13th production start date, and then the internet went wild with it. I I mean, we we retweeted it on the CrossRip just so that everybody can see it, and it it may be true, it may not be true. Uh, We can get into why
1: it may be true, we can get into why it may not be true. Here's the thing. Calling it unconfirmed is a little too kind, because unconfirmed suggests that they at least hint at they got it from somewhere. Yeah. And then... You, you know, other parties can either go, you know, we can't find up somebody to respond or they will not confirm or deny, or we have our own sources and they said yes or no. It's like, ugh, this is, this is not that. I don't even, I, 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 I don't even know how to classify it, but the, while trying to chew that over and, uh, you know, I, I, I tweeted at them going like, where, where is this coming from? And got nothing back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you said, um all it took was one entertainment site higher up than them to kind of pick up the the tune and then by the next morning several others had picked it up and of course that they do their own social media burst and then the people who read that they retweet out it's just right. now it's and and then it's that that the um
0: God, I'm, my mythology is failing me. The snake eating its own tail. Why can't
1: I? Think? The Ouroboros? Yeah, exactly. The Ouroboros, <laughs> it's, it's, so, <laughs> so you. The, what, sorry, I'm going to insert uh, uh, Matt Gorley. I can't do the voice. Was <laughs> like an Ouroboros, a snake eating its own <laughs> sharp butt. <laughs> amenorpor oh speaking of which i i
0: took your advice i listened to the conan o'brien podcast and it's it's delightful but um, it's good anyways anyway uh going back to so so yeah so this one tweet you will read like uh some of the more reputable movie blogs have written 250 word articles about this one tweet and things like that it's just it's funny but so so with that in mind let's you and i talk here for 10 or 15 minutes about this sure. one tweet but i i think here's what i think i think that it is unconfirmed it's obviously we can't get confirmation where it came from. I think it might be founded in some fact, if that makes sense, because if you think about the production schedule, that's in front of Jason Reitman and his crew right now, the movie's been yeah. announced. The script is already uh, in, in the stages where they're probably just doing some polishes on it. And and they'll probably rewrite once they start casting, obviously, because they'll fine tune things to the actors. Um, I, I don't think that a May 13th, production start date makes a whole lot of sense being that we're almost at the end of February here so you've got yes. March April you've got two months of pre pro and you're going to be shooting locations first because you haven't had time to build sets obviously yeah. um, I think May 13th is probably a date where uh, think of like on uh, on the Star Wars films when they move into the Pinewood Studios and they start putting up flats and they start building the sets and they start a, a a production start date, in the sense that it is pre-production, fabrication of sets, uh, building of all, like all of the heads of department are coming on, uh, but I don't believe cameras will be rolling in May. I think, to me, that doesn't make a whole lot of yeah. sense. Uh, yeah. Even though that time is of the essence, they don't have a whole lot of time here. They're kind of up against the wall. Um, I, 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 that's that's too fast. I think that's a little too fast. I don't see them starting for at least like until the summer. Uh, or, you know, maybe like May, May 13th is their, uh, date that they start building and they start shooting in June or something like that. You know, give them a month to build
1: stuff. This is the one thing I gave it was, is that it was possible that it was kind of incorrectly conflated, you know, the different stages of production and, Yeah, the, the, the tweet, you know, tweets have to be short, basically said filming begins and it's like, Mm, I don't know. I mean, think about, think about it this way. And this is why I
0: kind of raised an eyebrow. The production designer just started this past Monday. So, so concept artists haven't even been engaged yet. They haven't even started conceptualizing. Uh, uh, locations, creatures, buildings, and a whole mess of things. And again, we know yeah. that this movie will probably be on the smaller side, given the quick turnaround. And, and, and for all of the reasons that we've talked about now for weeks and weeks and weeks here, um, I say weeks and weeks and weeks. It's only been like two weeks, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's been a month since the news broke. Yeah. It, it feels like it's been forever. A, month and a bit. It feels yeah. like it's been forever. Um, I, 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 I can see it, for example, that maybe things like, you know, test photography of, you know, maybe different effects and gags that they're going to pull off, you know, like they've, let's see, it's uh, middle of February, uh, February, March, April, mid-May. That's like. What is that? Three months? Yeah. Two and a half,
0: almost three months, basically. Three months. Yeah.
1: That's not a bad run up for somebody's built something and they're doing some test you know, filming or something. There's a lot of different, but principal photography in three months. Uh, Yeah, That's a little eh. ambitious.
0: That's, that's super ambitious. And so I, I mean, I think it's the good news is again, going back to the, the article that you were talking about, like, look, there was no reaction. Look at how many people picked up on the May 13th production start date in a world where nobody really gives a crap about production start dates. (laughs) Yeah. It's the, um... the amount of anticipation and the amount of excitement and all of the like, Again, the minute that 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 discussing film tweet started picking up steam, uh, all of the people that responded to it and put it in their social media feeds, and there's also something that that popped up that everybody popped into their social media feeds at the exact same time, which shows me that there's quite a bit of excitement as well, which we'll talk about in a second. But um, I think that's the good news. The good news is that this is now kind of like a pre-metrics test for Sony marketing of like, oh, hey, if we do this, it gets X response. Wow, what happens when we post the first cast photo or we post a behind the scenes photo or
1: (laughs) we um, can get all conspiracy theory Uh, going back to your uh your comment about where that uh, one site got their uh their vigo concept art from this could just be part of a a clever i'm doing the 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 fingers (laughs) and hands together thing a clever plan i um you know, the social media for Ghostbusters has gotten very savvy and, you know, planned and all that. Jason Reitman was saying that, you know, they're going to roll things out in a careful and very deliberately, fashion and yeah. all that. It's like, yeah. And, and like I said, it's not too much of a leap to say, well, we have this Ghostbusters stuff. The ultimate visual history is out already. So this may get used somewhere else. But for right now, there's a site that does this one specific thing. Let's put that out there. Let's put this... Like, there's that other site that... Uh, what is it? The Ghostbusters Archives or whatever. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes photos are just starting to show up all over the place, too. Have you noticed that? Yeah. I mean, I think that's... There's there's sort of
0: always been kind of a repository of... of uh, like photo collecting, you know, if you listen, like, especially the Gilbert Godfrey podcast that he had with Dennis Murin, like photo collecting was a, a thing back before the digital uh, yeah. age and you'd go around, you'd collect all the lobby cards and there'd be behind the scenes photos of your favorite sci-fi movies. But, um, yeah, yeah I feel like that's kind of that's kind of died off because everything is just kind of, Hey, we need all of the photos. Here's the entire unit production photographers,
1: <laughs> card and just put yeah. it
0: online. Here you go. Um, it's, but, uh, yeah. it's, uh,
1: yeah. Well, Ghostbusters belongs to an era where actually very close to the end of the era of studios going home video. What's that? And not bothering yeah. to keep anything, um, yeah which, which is why it's always delightful when, when we find that maybe they've uncovered, uh, 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 you know, new new deleted scenes or something like that, like it's the Fort Detmering scene, yeah, took, it, yeah, yeah, like that one was the Holy Grail, um, and then yeah, it, they found it, and you know, the world didn't improve, so so much for that religion, <laughs> but uh, no, no, but but the thing was, is that was found because stuff got cut. My favorite, I th- I don't know if I mentioned it on this podcast before. Oh. Um, uh, Nope, I've forgotten the title now, but it's this... Uh, oh, Future Noir. I forget the author's name, but have I told you... Have we talked about this before? Uh, it's I, about I don't the, recall. I don't know. the history, the production history of Blade Runner. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that one's just filled with this one guy uh, himself was doing a lot of digging, and he also then conversed and ran across other people that were digging for stuff. This was not the studios. These were guys that were heading out to... Uh. uh again, they probably don't exist much anymore, but you know, there used to be third-party companies that would hold prints that they would then lease out for, you know, uh, rep, rep theaters and stuff like that. And, and they would dig through them. Do you have Blade Runner? Yes, we do. Can we have a look? And they'd go through it and you know, they, they're digging out, I think he, they were. He was looking for a print of like Gone with the Wind or something, and found this one labeled Blade Runner, like WP or something. And he went, "What the heck is this?" And he pulled it out, and it was a work print of Blade Runner. Oh. The studio didn't have it. Yeah. We had now have it on the DVD because or the Blu Ray because this guy found it. You know, with uh, different title screens, placeholder music, effects missing, alternate takes, like all this stuff. The because stu- the studios were like. There, there is no aftermarket. Like, yeah, we it's make a worst print. F- why the hell
0: would we hold on to
1: all of well, why these worst prints on for? It? How many movies do we do in a year? No,
0: it's <laughs> it's not feasible. At least at that point in time, it wasn't feasible. <laughs> now it is. Now they hold on to every cut every day. Yeah.
1: execs of the '70s and '80s. I come from the future to tell you, you need a really good way to get people to buy the same movie for the fifteenth time. What are you talking about? <laughs> Crazy guy. Put him in the asylum.
0: Buy the the movie? (laughs) What are you you talking about? I'm going to run it in a theater and then I'm going to put it into a
1: rep theater for five months after that. We're going to do a real cut up pan and scan for television. Yeah. and Uh, Maybe an airline version. An airline with the swears taken out. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember when this point began, but I think it it came down to – Nope, I don't remember why it, I started we talk- this.
0: Yeah, this this sort of all stemmed from... This is what we do here on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, is we just go down these rabbit holes. But yeah, this, this sort of yeah, all well, stemmed well, from, well, uh, from... Another
1: rabbit hole, another short side rabbit hole. I apologize. You're very kind to say we, but let's be fair. <laughs> I'm the jerk that runs off on tangents. I keep You're, us on track. Don't worry You about keep it. us on track. You, you write up what we're <laughs> going to talk about. You have an order. You even come up with... Uh, very, very nice, very conservative time frames that you think it'll take us to talk about these things, and I'm the idiot that just sort of... <laughs> a neuron no. fired, and I remembered a thing from, from 15 years ago. It has nothing to do with Ghostbusters. Here I go. And here we go. No, but I, I think it, a
0: tangent, it works really well because I, we <laughs> we did have in the rundown here talking about Ghostbusters social media calling oh, out well. the, the two... Uh, I forget how they they phrased it, but basically, um, what creature flew toward the camera at the end of the original oh, two yes. films, and to which we all kind of went, huh? Uh-huh. And then, of course, some people picked up, like, are they confirming that the alternate ending that uh, is in the comics and the novelization and the the yeah, scholastic comics? book and uh,
1: novelization, scholastic book, and even referenced in. The script, like the one sc- of the yeah, the script, uh, the shooting script,
0: um, uh, the script where I believe you know uh, Libby was uh, laying down out in front of the art museum and had swapped hands with the torch and the book and but and then the amount of I saw that movie, I saw that version in theaters and the amount of like that res- the response that's kind of what a lot of the movies from the eighties have. And, and yes, maybe, maybe you did see a work print. Maybe you saw something that was released. Uh, You and I have talked to Ivan Reitman about things that we swear we saw. I think you, you talked about the, the Eugene Levy uh, scene. And he Eugene was like, Levy scene, He was like, yeah. Eugene was in *Coastbusters* too? Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> go listen to that interview. It's very fun. That's, oh, um, yeah, Dana Gould, uh, no, it wasn't Dana Gould. It was, uh, one of the guys, uh, one of our pals at, uh, I think it was Matt Weinhold. They were talking about, uh, no, maybe it was him talking with Dana Gould. So maybe I'm not too far off. Talking about going to one of those Hollywood autograph things and, yeah. um. Uh, And Don Knotts was there, and he had a a print, a photo from the ghost and uh, uh, Mr. Chicken. Yeah. An excellent movie, by the way. Uh, Put that on your list if you haven't seen it, people. But uh, he asked, um, um, oh, I forget the the line, but it was some line from the the movie. And Don, could you sign it, you know, so-and-so, so-and-so? And and he said, could you sign it with his line? I forget the quote. And Don Knotts looked up, was that a line from the movie? It's like, oh, dear. (laughs) Don. I remember it more than he does. Um, <laughs> see the nuts. well. Here's the thing. It's yeah. We've, we've talked about a bunch of stuff. Like, and we're still to this day trying to. Does anybody know what's playing on the TV in the hotel? Yeah. Please. Um, and, and, actually, and it could have been a th- time it to say. Been... By the way, call in with your suggestion of what you think it is. Because yeah. at this point, I'll take any suggestion. But um, like the thing is, is uh, we now live in an era as we move towards the digital that the 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 deadline to get it into theaters means that the the lock on the film is so close like literally sometimes i've heard you know tell of the day before like they finish cutting sometimes and then the next after well, this is, this goes to my point that when you're in the chemical print era, right, where you couldn't just beam it to, to theaters, if you were putting it out in a thousand, two thousand, three thousand theaters, you had to start running off copies because they were all going to open at the same time, right? It's not impossible that stuff went out and, you know, by the time the, 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 the the processor or the plant or whatever got, you know, two days in and, you know, 30 copies had been run off or whatever, that they were still cutting and said, stop, update, Yeah, do yeah. this one. But they don't waste, they can't waste money. And again, in their heads, they're like, ah, oh, so what? That one's got like two extra minutes. Who cares? Like, what are they going to do? Check it on their TVs off a magnetic tape later? <laughs> ha! Uh, yeah, um, you don't
0: bank on, I mean, it, it, infamously, George Lucas changing Empire Strikes Back after the first, whatever it was, 35, 40 theaters got their
1: prints uh, yeah. because it's he wasn't not, happy with an effect shot. Yeah. It's not an unknown phenomenon. It's yeah. actually, there's quite a few instances of films going out. Uh, Very common for films to go into theater and then getting changed after they come out. That was super common. Yeah. But not impossible that stuff would get changed just in the initial run because some prints got run off one way and and then they kept the order going but with the updated print sort of thing because you know they're not starting from scratch they're not a losing that money and 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 B they're not losing that time so yeah yeah it's it's not impossible uh, and, uh, and, and does this stuff exist I don't know
0: I mean no, uh, we don't n- know. knowing how difficult it was to find the fort debt mirroring stuff uh, and what a fluke that just happened to be uh, that it was found uh, it, it, it's quite possible that it did exist and it's quite possible that it's still sitting in somebody's attic or some uh, some yeah. repertory theater that holds on to their cans in a, a basement uh-huh. somewhere it might be sitting there gathering dust who knows but we probably you won't d- know for another 10 20 years at you least. know
1: I'm not I'm not saying Jeffrey Shrek should stop collecting <laughs> Mattel prototype figures uh, and 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 wander <laughs> wander uh, the the world. Uh, looking for prints of Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters Two to see if it's got extra footage. Uh, but I did just say it, so Jeffrey, yeah, if you're listening, yeah. go for it uh, take, and, me, and, take me with you. Well, and the other <laughs> we'll thing do it to together. Them, I'll yeah, drive.
0: Like, what if what if there is a work print of Ghostbusters Two that is out there and exists? Um, you know, who who has the the seventy mil uh, film system anymore that you can string it up and. Uh, it's, it's difficult. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's tough. So anyway. Well, try,
1: try, try to imagine the Blade Runner print. How did a work print end up at like some third party non-studio company that, that, you know, they, uh, rented out, you know, reels of old films yeah. for, for, for rerun theaters to do, like, yeah th- uh, you know, it, it literally comes down to, we, we ran the work print. They made the notes they wander it off and s- they just, just, nobody left picked them behind.
0: It up. Yeah. And it just uh, sort of wanders away Piracy so- was not an issue back in 83, 84, 86, 87, 88, 89. Not until cam quarters, probably. But <laughs> um, but so anyway, so I, I don't, I mean, here we are. Okay, we're a half hour in and we've made it through the first bullet point here. May Hooray! 13th. <laughs> may thirteenth so
1: there so that was that one. I will confess here, I confessed online too, and i but I'll confess again in a grumpy mood over this exclusive tweet
0: i well I mean it, it just shows i mean you and I have kind of uh th- thumped our chests a lot yeah. about the integrity of journalism lately and and how easy how easy it would
1: be <laughs> which to- which is terrible because. We're terrible journalists. No, we're like, not,
0: We are obviously not journalists. Uh, that's so, the other. Like everybody is a journalist and everybody's a critic. All of a sudden, so so the fact uh, yeah. that you you can't you can't back up a claim if you're the one that's going to have this exclusive. That I, it's just it's one of those things that that's become you can't take everything at face value anymore. And I think that we're yeah. really running into that for a variety of reasons now. But so so at at any rate look, May 13th, realistically, yeah, I mean, production, pre-production has already started, so so it is a yeah. good assumption that production will be starting sometime in the late spring, early summer. Uh, will I, it be May 13th? I, will it not? It doesn't really, it's not going to affect us either way. It's going to affect poor Jason Reitman and his crew and the long <laughs> nights and the weekends that they're going to have to shoot if they wait too much longer, but um, it, it, to me, felt
1: a little bit too like if you make it innocuous enough, you will ultimately not really be that wrong do you know what I mean yeah well like it's the next
0: news item I think this is a great segue continue please
1: well I'm not a news item I will I no. will say when I was being grumpy about this one and the, uh, I basically I put out a tweet that said concept artists are hard at work at what the new Ecto will look like and then put you know square bracket exclusive all caps square bracket and i was like see see how easy like it is you're being and then fi- yeah and then 50 people retweeted it and and liked it i'm like oh no <laughs> but the thing is is that's my point i'm not wrong there's every chance that somebody it's a very good chance that somebody somewhere is doodling out an ecto right now oh, because yeah. pre- we know pre-production has started and the thing is is we'll never know for sure but since it is something that has to be done and somebody is doing it at some point in the next couple of months, am I wrong? Yeah, uh, Not really. Here, here did, is I, did I have a news exclusive? exclusive? Uh, yeah, there, no. there is an equipment order that will be going
0: into rental houses uh, for Ghostbusters 2020 probably at some point
1: in the next, oh, four weeks. <laughs> They're going to be <laughs> renting some equipment, just so you guys know. Uh, somebody right now. Is researching and lining up caterers. <laughs> I am just saying <laughs> right now, it's somebody is sourcing generators as we speak. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we're being jerks, but uh, rice pilaf well, will be served on at least one day.
0: Well, here's here's where it gets. I mean, and again, maybe <laughs> we'll just kind of touch on these so that we can keep sure. moving. But like, so so the next news item that was Keeping here on, me on the rundown, track. very good. uh Where you you were you were right on. You were dead on saying like if you make it innocuous enough that you're you're right from a certain point of view, and that the headline says Ernie Hudson has spoken to Ivan Reitman, and of <laughs> Jason course. Reitman. Uh,
1: I I what, should have brought that up before. It was Jason Reitman. The, oh,
0: was it Jason? Well, I thought he yeah. also talked to Ivan too. Oh, probably. That's, that's kind of the whole point of the article if you actually <laughs> read the article.
1: Okay. Guess what? They both work. Because <laughs> well, yeah, as exactly. to our point. <laughs> but, but it was that same sort of
0: like, oh, okay, Ernie had to retract his statement that everybody was in. And now uh, there's a news item that says that he has talked to the Reitmans, probably both of them. Um, and, and, but then again, you read the article and it's Ernie talking to a, a, a news outlet saying, uh, yeah, I, I called them and I wanted to congratulate them and, and let them know that I'm here if they need anything. And that was it. That that he talked, he obviously did talk to them. Um, yeah. but again, the, the, the news cycle that everybody picks up like, Oh, Ernie has talked to Ivan and, and Jason. Um, so yeah, I, it's,
1: it's the. I don't know. The We're warping starving of for way, news. That's the problem. It's, yeah. Well, it's the warping of of the way kind of things get reported online. So there's that phenomena, the interviewer phenomena of silence. You've heard yeah. of that one. Yeah. Like, don't You're, talk at them. Don't front load them. Just don't say anything. And human humans are designed fill in to the go. Dots. Yeah. You'll just start talking, sort of thing. That's. Like people have always said, what's the way to get something out of, you know, if you're an interviewer, you have to get something out of your, your subject. Just don't say anything. Yeah. They, they will get uncomfortable and they will start talking to fill the void sort of thing. And it's kind of like this thing. Like they wrote an article headline that is not wrong. Ernie Hudson called, in the one I saw, Ernie Hudson calls Jason Reitman. That's all they say. That is correct. If you go through and into the article, it clarifies that he just called to say, excited to hear you're doing it. Congratulations. Looking forward to seeing how it goes. The thing is, is these days people don't often dive past the headlines. So people went nuts saying it's that silence thing where it was like Ernie Hudson has talked to Jason Reitman. Ellipses and most of the internet went, he's in the new yeah. movie. No. Yeah. no, 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 no. That, that has nothing to do with this article. It has not come up. They just sort of left a door open and you ran through it and you left it open and the dogs got out. <laughs> now they're running in the yard. There goes my laundry. Look what you did. You little look what jerk. you did. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's yeah like, I mean, uh,
0: I don't know. I, I, I feel like we're, we're beating the dead horse. Unfortunately it, it is, it's the news cycle. It's all these things that people jump to conclusions. It's all the things that we talked about in 2015 leading up to 2016 again. So it, can
1: I, Yeah. all of can this I, has
0: happened and it will happen again.
1: Can I, can I put forth a suggestion? To, yeah. Cause really this is the place where you and I should, uh, talk over and work out our, 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 our plans for the podcast is on air. You know, why do it totally? There? What? Absolutely, what <laughs> pre planning meeting? No, we no. should, we should, um, really. I'm wondering if we should stack these together and just quick form them, you know, like it's so it's basically like you just it was rapid like, fire so out of everything uh, that happened. So and yeah. so, so tweeted starting May 13th, and then we just go, uh, uh, completely, you know, completely a rumor and then say why. Without, yeah. ri- <coughs> without really discussing it. And then that way we, you know, Ernie Hudson talks to Jason Reitman. Uh, everybody conflated as meaning he's in the movie. No, the article only said he, see, you and I could just blow through this stuff in a couple minutes. And yeah. then we get to the ones where there's more meat, which is where we get on to things. Like, and we can actually uh, talk about things. About yeah. Uh, Francois Adoy, uh, for example, is somebody we'll probably be chatting about in here in a minute. Who, again, it's it's all very nebulous, but at least this one has things you can kind of ponder over do you know what i mean like yeah yeah i think that's a good idea so so next
0: time let's do that let's just uh, instead of us uh, dwelling on the again the current state of everything outside of ghostbusters again ghostbusters just sign it's
1: it's this big signpost right in the middle of the road here um What, what what should we call it though it needs a segment name uh, twenty d- like 20- storage, storage of the beast. Yeah, you know what I'll do
0: is is I'll I'll put together some sort of a package for next week that's that's based upon uh the beginning of twenty twenty, and uh you and I will Barbara Walters uh Hugh Downs uh through it and, <laughs> and we'll just have that twenty twenty music playing in the background and then we can get get through it. But uh, try you ignorant slut. <laughs> uh, Our uh, top story tonight. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, so okay, let's do this. Let's, th- okay let's get into let's get into our drawing some quick lines here uh because the, okay. the Francois Adoy that's that's fun and I do want to talk about that's where we can start speculating because he himself yes. is being playful and he wants us to speculate about things let's let's focus oh on boy. those things let's so, do that one so uh Francois Adoy if you are uh new to it is the pr- newly started production designer on the new Ghostbusters 2020 uh he he was very last week if you listen to the show he was he minced no words he's on the movie uh, even though he was teasing I'm starting my top secret film on Monday. Hashtag GB 20. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, which we talked about. Uh, so he has, uh, he's, he's been having some fun cause he's, he's seen, I think that we've all started following him on Instagram and Twitter and, and all of the various social media outlets. Uh, so on Instagram, he obviously was on an airplane, uh, took a photo of the no smoking, uh, uh, uh sign that's up on the, the top of the bulkhead. And uh, and and very very clearly focused in on the the no ghost
1: kind of aspect yeah, of that no smoke. It was a very sign. very carefully framed. He he knew. Photo <laughs> and in fact
0: I think even even messed with the saturation so that it was like everything else besides that that circle uh, was desaturated. But but anyway, so he's obviously on an airplane. Then his next Instagram photo is him flying uh, an an aerial shot out of the window on the airplane of a flat, snowy, it almost looks like a, a farm, a field, uh, uh, just someplace that's kind of, uh, out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, you know, I, th- I thought maybe it was, you know, when you're flying into Colorado and you, you kind of cross over the mountains and then you see that just nothing but flat farmland before you get to DIA. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what it reminded me of, or, uh, God flying to Fairbanks, Alaska or something like you see that sort of like long stretch of nothing yeah. but flat snow and maybe a road through it. Uh, he posted that we, and then we he said, guess with, where yeah. I am.
1: Exactly. Where in the world is Francois Adoy, production manager? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the same thing in Canada. We, that, you know, Alberta, uh, Saskatchewan, parts of Manitoba, it, you know, it's our flat prairie breadbasket sort of thing. Uh, it doesn't help that everybody right now has snow from the polar vortex so that's not help identify yeah, he, he
0: could be anywhere uh, <laughs> from uh, from basically from Nevada east <laughs> at this point. <laughs> uh.
1: but he was starting this is this is where oh uh, god the urge to like get all internet detective is, is 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 overwhelming because the first picture with the no go or the no smoking uh, sign instagram uh, labeled it LAX well, so he's I mean, obviously, obviously, yeah, obviously. But then, as you point out, is he heading east? Is he heading northeast? Is he heading, you know, almost uh, due north, like up into Alberta, like where? <laughs> uh, that is a frustratingly large chunk of land that he could be in. Uh, I mean, um, but then, but then we have to start asking questions of, uh, you know, well, where does Reitman like to film? Because he's kind of been all over the place. Uh, if he's, if he, you know. Uh, this was the other thing. Like I was trying to do the math based on his things. Uh, if he was leaving in the, uh, the evening, uh, out of, um, uh, out of LAX, which is. <laughs> You're the, trying to do the time differentiation and. <laughs> well, cause I, what I was wondering was it, here's, here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> No, there's no way around it. One of the photos, the photos with the snow was labeled as 19 hours. Yeah. uh, Based on the time I was looking at it, it, basically it was around eight in the evening uh, yesterday as of this recording and it's kind of like, but there's light in the sky. Yeah. So like, did he fly out in the evening, you know, take the, Like out of LAX, because the LAX one only said, you know, uh, a day ago. So there's no, unfortunately no real time to get off of that. So he left sometime on the, this would have been what, the 11th, I guess, in flight while the sun was still up, took a photo and then posted it that evening when, presumably when he touched down somewhere or got to his hotel and was killing time. It's like, it's so frustrating because it's him on the on the go he's obviously heading to prepare for this movie that we're desperately waiting and just, it's still not helpful. Yeah, no idea where helpful. he is and, or... And even, you know,
0: I the first thing I did, uh, I started going through Jason's credits just to see like, okay, where does he like to film? And Juno was filmed... I did the same filmed, thing. <laughs> yeah, Juno was filmed in BC. Uh, uh, yep. Young Adult, if I remember right, was filmed in Minnesota. Okay, so there's two places that kind of might fit the bill, but not really. Yep. Like, you know, flying into Vancouver, that's not what you see, obviously. Nope. Um, so I, I, I don't... I mean, the, the fun thing is he's someplace that's kind of in a rural area based upon that, that flight. And which makes sense. The teaser trailer there, it's a barn. Uh, maybe they're scouting yeah. some farm locations, uh, look, looking for some cool places to, to shoot. Um, but, uh, yeah, Ghostbusters interdimensional cross rip exclusive. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're filming somewhere at some point.
1: <laughs> Sometimes. It's yes. Yeah, he's very much on the move. um, but
0: interestingly There's enough, nothing. if he's, if he's on a location scout, uh, this is, this is also where it gets kind of fun internet detectivey. So, uh, Francois, whatever time he posted that, that was yesterday, right? During, during the day, I believe, shoot, is there a timestamp on here? There's not. Is there Ah, shoot? I was hoping uh, that Instagram timestamps it, but it doesn't look like they do. Uh, because so here's, here's why I think it's suspect. Everybody ran with the Jason Reitman, uh, Instagram photo at where he was apparently leaving the office, and he posted that photo of the Ghost core uh, front door with the the sign, you know, the, the no ghost yeah. sign out front, and it was at 6 p.m. and I believe that was yesterday as well. So so if if Francois is on a location scout, the director is not with him, which uh, I don't know about. The, yeah, okay, that doesn't was, make much sense. It it would make a whole lot of sense. Unless Jason is still working on pre-pro stuff and and he's sending his DP and his uh, production designer and maybe his production manager and a few other people, it, it, it's not unheard of for the director to not go on these these scouts. Um, but, yeah. uh, but 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 also him, I yeah. also feel like that's Jason misdirecting a little bit too. I bet ja- I bet Jason yeah. is wherever Francois is, and he posted an old photo uh, just to, to mess with everybody.
1: Well, but. I I think if. <laughs> if there's anybody in the current crop of of working directors that has a, a good grasp on trolling <laughs> the social media uh, news uh uh cavalcade yeah jason raymond's probably pretty yeah, good on that yeah. list. the um, the
0: art of misdirection might uh, play in his favor a little bit but
1: yeah, yeah but it's it's exciting that they've cracked out of LA, the only thing that we can really say out from it is that if you're sending the, the production designer, like, correct me if I'm misunderstanding exactly, well, you know what? Let me go the other way. G Troy, what does a production designer do exactly? <laughs> oh, you're, you're going to
0: make me talk film school again to people out there. Just a little bit. Uh, all right, so a production designer, there are two, there are two main art jobs on a film uh that sort of oversee the design and the locations and the set builds and all of that stuff there's the uh production designer and then there's the art director and uh, the production designer is sort of if you think of if, if you're going to the camera department the, fir- the first person at the very top of the totem pole is always the director of photography they're the one that they oversee all of the cameramen they oversee all of the look and the feel of the movie uh, they're the ones that are responsible for, uh, hiring their crew underneath them, uh, giving notes on things, uh, just think of it like a manager, right? So the, the production designer is that person, the production designer oversees the entire art department. They're the ones that are approving all of the, the concept art, uh, along with the director, obviously, and, uh, drawing up plans, um, putting together, uh, dimensions and schematics and things for, for sets, um, working with all of the different art directors on, you know, cause you'll have one, uh, art director who may be specializing on, uh, backgrounds and matte paintings. And you may have somebody who will be doing, uh, uh, props and, and, uh, gear and things like that. So, uh, kind of, they kind of farm out and divvy up the work as they see fit, um, but yeah, the, the production designer is essentially in charge of sets, locations, uh, anything that you see on screen that is not the actors. Essentially, that's that's basically what they're in charge of. So right. so they'll go scout locations, they'll figure out how they need to supplement it. They'll go to sound stages and figure out if it's enough room for them to build sets on it. Uh, yeah, and then and they'll they'll go from there.
1: Yeah. So this is part of my question because it's very unusual. It's not impossible, and I shouldn't even say unusual, but more and more I've noticed in the last 10-plus years, if you're shooting... If you're shooting in a rough locale, this doesn't count. Like Bond movies that jump around the world and all that sort of thing, because uh, they jump around all over the world and then yeah. end up back in oh, those, in those Pinewood are, Studios. Those are
0: different circumstances. Then you have yeah. like a local fixer that's there yeah. in Beijing or wherever you're shooting the movie, and they kind of act as your production manager. But yeah.
1: more and more, if you're going to like, if you're going to shoot uh, on a location somewhere, like the movie is round a, a location. You then also look around for local facilities to act as your your, right. you know, your interior studio stuff as well. So uh, just to give an example, I was lucky enough to visit the set, I think, of the second X-Men movie because it was filmed here in, in oh, Vancouver. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. They did all the location stuff outside. They literally found an old Sears uh, shipping warehouse that was not being used anymore and just happened to sit in the middle of a fairly large, it's in the middle of town, but it's far enough off of the, the nearest, you know, major road that didn't matter. You could, you could shoot in there, you know, run your sound and it was, it was perfectly fine. Uh, And that was not a studio proper. Like we have studio, we have a couple of of studio, uh, proper studios here in town, but uh, that's, that's what I'm kind of excited about is that if he's heading someplace and we don't know where uh, it potentially means that that's kind of maybe where everything will be because I don't Or at least part of it. I mean, I'm sure of it,
0: yeah. y- y- I'm sure New York will factor into the movie somehow. Like Probably. and uh, um, Maybe he's in upstate New York. Maybe it's uh, Connecticut. Um,
1: yeah. Certain know. certain yeah. effects stuff will obviously you know, require. But you know, if you're going to build for example, the interior of the fire hall, you might as well have it it it's it's actually a, a very efficient because it means your director doesn't have to <clears throat> take half a day off to fly around to go yeah. you know what I mean you don't have to worry about that in the scheduling because all you really need to do is you know transpo has to throw him in a van and
0: yeah. drive him across town well, right
1: I, so i'm i'm guessing that's that's probably what they're going to do knowing
0: knowing how little time they have for production they're probably going to do all of their location shooting first so that that gives all of the production crew time to build sets, uh, presumably back in LA somewhere at a studio somewhere. Yep. Um, so that all of your stuff that's on a soundstage, you've got time to build those. Your, your carpenters don't have to work three or four shifts, uh, in a row. Like you can kind of work, work toward a shoot date, God, that's what the original Ghostbusters did. They went and they shot in New York from whatever it was, October to November. Then they came back to L.A. and they shot end of November into
1: December and then a little bit after Christmas. Like, um, Yeah. Well, to to their credit, though, they didn't have much option because they needed – that massive soundstage to build the, right. the rooftop yeah. temple, yeah, and that took some doing to to build. And uh, maybe there are
0: set pieces that they need that 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 room to do on yeah. this particular movie too. Who knows? Yeah,
1: I'm just, I mean, I I do know they they film uh, things out of sequence and all that, but I'm just kind of wondering. I'm just curious now how much uh, Jason. It's funny that we can't refer to him as uh, Reitman. Yeah, we have to, we say, have to Jason. say Jason or Ivan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, how much Jason likes to keep things relatively close just so certain scene momentum's not lost. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, uh, uh, it'll be, it'll be interesting
0: to see how they do it. I mean, I'm, I'm really hoping for some good in depth behind the scene stuff. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sin effects. Yeah, Cinefix or whoever's doing the DVD or the Blu ray, I guess, at this point.
1: But let's uh, put it, we've never talked about this. It's time to put it out there now. They skipped over answer the call, but if Cinefix misses out on this one, oh boy, really missed yeah. a beat. Uh, and actually, that's not even fair because we don't even know exactly how effects heavy. <laughs> God, movie that's true. Will be, Who but, knows? Uh, Maybe it's
0: only the third act that really has a whole bunch of effects, but. Um, bah. Anyway, all right. So let's let's do this, Mr. Chris Stewart. Sure. Uh, because <laughs> because we're almost at an hour here, and we still have a ton of merch news, and uh, in merch. fact, some merch. that I'm sure merch. that people have been screaming at their uh, podcast devices, like, "Guys, get to the stuff that I want you to talk about." We should
1: have started with the merch, really, because that's actually kind of happier stuff. We should have uh, started is, there. It is. All right.
0: So let's let's dive into all of this awesome merch news because there's a ton of it. Obviously, February means uh, International Toy Fair happening as uh-huh. we are recording. Her. <laughs> At this point in time. So the good news is all of the companies are out. All of them are announcing a whole bunch of really cool stuff that's going to destroy our wallets completely. So let's start, uh, I guess, with... Uh, to me, this this is probably the biggest news, is the uh, Hasbro announcement that just happened.
1: <laughs> um,
0: it, it, I mean... I, I'm, I'm thinking back on my preschool uh, uh, plus maybe kindergarten into first grade years where it was sort of like transformers was at it. Like that was peak velocity for me on transformers. Yeah. Um. So, so uh, kindergarten me would be overjoyed about this adult me is like, Oh, that's cool. I, p- I probably don't have the money for that. I'm I'm gonna pass on it. But, um, but I I, I don't want to front load it with that because it is cool. It's very uh. It's it's one of those things that I know a lot of people are going crazy about. But uh, Hasbro has announced that they are teaming up for it's it's Ghostbusters uh, 35th anniversary. It is Transformers 35th anniversary, and it only makes sense to do an Ectomobile uh, crossover as uh, they're calling it Ectotron. Is that right, Ectotron? Yeah. Yes. Which is yeah, I mean, it makes serviceable Cybertron Optimus. Pro- what else? would we have? Well, I don't there's know. Galvatron,
1: right? There's Galvatron. Yeah, I guess it, there's Galvatron. It targets the Galvatron.
0: <gasps> is it evil? No, it's not evil. But no, he uh, can't be evil. The Ectomobile can't be evil. Can't be evil at all. Uh, but so we're still getting details on this. I mean, this again. This is literally just happening as we're uh, we're recording this. Um, yes. But I mean, it, it, it seems like it's, it's a pretty sizable deal. I know for Transformers collectors, because it's the original G one kind of design. Um, it seems yeah. like the, 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 Transformers collectors are going crazy about it. I know obviously our, our Ghostbusters collectors fans are, are really into it as well. Um, it's,
1: um, it's a real, uh, nostalgic throwback to where it all kicked off. It's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's. For all the Ghostbusters, or not Ghostbusters, for all the Transformers stuff that came after, this is them going to... Do you remember when it all started and how excited we were about it? Yeah. yeah, Here it is again. Um, Yeah, it's definitely... It's definitely... I mean, it's... Jesus, I dropped
0: my phone. Uh, It is 100% trying to to tap into that. Um, So I guess... uh, So the the news that we do know, it is a GameStop exclusive, at least here in the US. Um, And I'm skimming here to see if it will be EB Games Canada.
1: Um so i it, it seems like it's <laughs> gonna be an exclusive <laughs> so co- our our uh, thoughts and prayers go out to uh, Mr. Craig. Goldberg, I guess, have some uh, podcasts <laughs> Oh, his, who has not had. He's not happy a, with GameStop at the moment. Yeah, he's not had a good run with GameStop exclusives. Uh, uh, but you're gonna have yeah. to run that gauntlet again, buddy. Sorry.
0: But uh, so yeah, so so more more info on that as, as we get it. I'm sure we can talk about that next week uh, as we have some some more uh, some more fine details on. It. I mean, it seems like it's going to be happening pretty quickly uh, here. At least the pre-orders on that. So maybe let's uh, do you want to do you want to rapid fire the rest just so that we can kind of get, get oh, just get through it.
1: Yeah, I think maybe we have to. Okay.
0: All right. So uh, Mondo. Mondo had their awesome, <gasps> uh, this is not Toy Fair, but so that poster nice. art was
1: amazing. Um, Two posters. So they had the regular one and then the variant, which is, I think, maybe differently colored or glow in the dark or something. I can't quite remember. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's um, awesome. The, the the
0: art of the, the four guys coming out of the subway uh, down to the... Uh, the, the New York live, uh, not library, New York lottery, lottery yeah. uh, sign in the background and, uh, the, the smoking, it's just, it's, it's perfect. It's spot on.
1: It's um, wonderful because it suggested to me that after the movie ended, the guys got called to come pick up Slimer again, <laughs> yeah. uh, cause that's where he was yeah, haunting the hot dog hot stand. Hot dog stand is. Yeah, exactly. Um, I will say super exciting that, uh, twofold, if you like collecting Mondo, these orders for the, the print, wide open. They are not limiting it. They will, they will do their print run. I checked before we
0: started recording, and it's still up for grabs. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. The variant sold out inside of a couple of minutes. There were people that showed up at, at noon central, uh, which is when they said they were going to drop it, had one in their cart for one minute. And by the time they got there, they were it saying gone. that they, they could Jeez. not run it through the system. Uh, so Mondo really smacked one out of the park on that one. And then uh, <laughs> I posted it, and I saw you uh, liked it and retweeted it real quick, and I knew you would, was the Stay Puft
0: uh, Tiki yeah, Mugs. Yeah, the Tiki Mugs. Those are awesome. I mean, and I know because those were at Dragon Con, and some of the stuff that they're selling is the remaining stock of Dragon Con. Um yep. But uh, yeah, I saw those and I was like, Oh, those are cool. I wish I could have gotten one and, and and I was like, but again, we have a bunch of tiki mugs, I'll be okay. There's now, four
1: four of them. Three were uh, sorry, go ahead. Well,
0: yeah, so the the orange one was Dragon Con. There's a brown one that's gonna be uh Alamo Draft House, and then the yep. other two uh are the ones that you can purchase through uh through Mondo right now. And again, yes. those are uh still mm. up for sale as of uh, Thursday. Um so <laughs>
1: could be gone now, but check.
0: Yeah, so, so check check it, but uh, the Mondo stuff, I know that it's always super rare and super collectible, and they always do really great work, so, so grab those. Um, Hollywood Collectibles has rounded out their statues of the 125th scale uh, characters with Winston, who is finally available. Yes, um, and I'd like
1: to say for people who always complain when we, when we talk about merch or new merch is revealed and you go, where's Winston? You guys are nitpicking this Winston statue. Pretty
0: hard. I, I mean, I think in some people's defense, there there are a few things that you kind of scratch your head and you're like, they didn't do that right. But at the same time, I I, I get it. Yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, it's it's tough to do all of these things completely uh, 100% screen accurate. Um, but uh, so I mean, check it check it out. I know that the complaints against it are that the the pack straps uh, appear to be upside down. Like he's got the padding underneath his uh, armpits and. Uh, the cyclotron is, is kind of wonky, but um, uh, yeah,
1: the, the lights are weird are, are not in the right position. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah.
0: I, but I mean, again, it's, it's, it's up to the sculptor and, but if you look at, uh, oh man, I wish I had his name in front of me, but I, I posted to our, our Crossrip Instagram, some of his 3d uh, sculpts that he's been doing of, of the guys. It's, yeah. it's difficult to get these likenesses and that's where they're really focusing their attention. And then, yes. Um, you know, that's, that's the, the, the bummer uh, when you're doing these lifelike sculpts, you're, paying so close attention to the facial stuff that maybe you end up missing something on the other side but um, yeah. it, it's, it's nice to be able to finally round out because the other one that's right here uh, Iron Studios with their one twelfth scale uh, Gozer they still haven't done a Winston so they've, they've moved on and they've done a, a spectacular looking Gozer figure um, yeah. but uh, uh, they've, they haven't done Winston yet to my knowledge they've got Ray, Peter, and Egon come so, on yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Oh, spirit spirit has a few uh, things that they've been showing off the last couple weeks here. Uh, they, they kind of beat the toy fair rush, uh, and, and released this last week, but, um, they've got some inflatable costumes, uh, some spirit uh, or rubies. Is it Ruby? I thought it was all coming through spirit of Halloween. No, uh,
1: I thought this was rubies. It's in the rubies catalog for, Oh,
0: is it? Okay. I thought it was spirit, but it's, so it's, it's the, it's the inflatable, uh, no ghost logo, the inflatable stay puffed, uh, the yeah. pack. They're doing another version of the, the pack, uh, this coming Halloween. That's why I thought it was rubies.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. I, I don't have the, um, uh, they have a name for the inflatable, like fun inflatables or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like uh, that. They were the, you know, they had the inflatable stay puffed. They have another one, which is uh, a slightly different. Body shape, sort of thing. Uh, there is the no go sign, the Moogly, uh, but they've kind of expanded it out. That there's just the heads too. There's a stay puffed head and a Moogly head. That it's not a mask per se, but yeah, you wear it over your face. Yeah. and it's, it's inflatable. Uh, the images show kind of like the <coughs> shadow of of the uh, the head underneath, <laughs> well, uh, which is kind of unsettling. The, the images are under. completely mocked up, but uh, yeah, but yeah. yes, they they put out. Um, uh, they they also put out their uh, the Slimer uh, candy bowl that we were talking about last year. He's uh, he's back, but the, in the catalog now they're, they're they one. It's like look, it can hold candy, you know, at Halloween, or he could sit by your door all year round holding your car keys. Um, I was like, yes, I kind of want one now. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the pack you're talking about, and yeah, this it is, is th- it's
0: all rubies. I, I stand corrected. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it's it's the, all rubies.
1: The pack is. Uh again, scaled down a bit. Uh I suspect people are gonna go nuts uh pouring over it like they did with the spirit one. But the most interesting thing about it is the thrower has been designed it's a bit more of a gun and it's, this yeah, is it's the ecto Blaster, they're calling blast- it. Yeah. Uh, because it has to accommodate, and this is what what makes it brilliant, a silly string canister. Yeah. Yeah. This is brilliant well flammable, but brilliant. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, the fa- the idea of, a couple of people pointed out, like they they were like, oh no, we're going to cons, we're getting these for the kids because holy crap, you know, to have let kids put these on and run around, you know, shooting yeah. silly string, uh, or parties and stuff like that. Uh, I'm excited about that. Heck, I want a proton pack that shoots I, silly I string. Feel like, frankly,
0: I mean, it looks like it it holds the can of silly string, which is is cool. But at the same time, I kind of wish that it was like a super soaker, like it could be a water gun too. Uh, there's got to be a way to rig that up, but.
1: Isn't um, isn't that what the uh, the Kenner uh, slime thrower was essentially? Uh yeah, that's true. It it was basically a water gun. Yeah. Or am I conflating the the,
0: the, the not the slime charger the pack. Slime tank. Yeah. yeah, it's it was a different it was a different water gun. I forget what they called it. The uh, Zapper, something Zapper I wanna, No, no, the Zapper was the electronic one with the anyway. Uh Michael sent us an email. Um <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> It's late. I'm tired. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's, it's really cool. So Rubies, they've got all this. Stuff. Oh, they have the window breakers. I like those two where you, you've got the suction cups where it looks like the ghost is coming out of. So it's like Slimer and the no ghost logo and it looks like they're coming out of your window. Um, but uh, check those out. Uh, Diamond, this is not related to Toy Fair. This is just a, an update for all of you out there that if you don't have the series 10 figures of the real Ghostbusters Diamond Select figures, that's... Uh, uh, Peter Ray and, uh, stay puffed. Those are on shelves. Uh, and the good news is when you pick those up, you complete your firehouse. So I've started seeing a lot of people posting photos of their completed firehouses and they look pretty sweet. Fantastic. I'm I'm jealous, but it's never going to happen for me. So, uh, so, (laughs) so make sure if you want those, make sure you pick those up because I know that people are saying that they are having trouble already finding, uh, the, the last wave with, uh, Egon and Winston. So, um, Make sure if you want those, make sure you don't delay because uh, they may be a little hard to find in a little bit. Uh, And I think that is all the let's let's do this, Chris. Let's come back next week. And uh, because Toy Fair is happening literally as we're recording this, this is kind of like the preview day of Toy Fair. Um, Mm -hmm. We'll we'll have to come back and revisit stuff because I'm sure there will be things happening over the weekend uh, that unfortunately we will not be privy to, so we'll we'll do that. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the
1: professionals.
0: Ghost stoppers. stoppers. I'm sorry, we'll do it again.
1: We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. And Twitter accounts. Chris is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for the Ghostbusters. Interdimensional monster. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just wanna get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment. to Give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC.
0: That alright do it. Thanks very much, right?
1: Would you like some cake, Father? Tea, Father? Uh, yes, Mrs. Doyle. Would you like some cake with your tea, uh, Father? <laughs> no, Mrs. Doyle. Are uh, you sure, Father? <laughs> There's cocaine in it. What? <laughs> what did you say? What? What did? Cocaine. What, you- oh, what am I on about cocaine? No, I meant um, raisins. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and and for anybody, oh, for everybody, because you didn't hear what we were talking about underneath our, our, our little bumper there, uh, you have no idea why we're talking about father type hey welcome to the end of the episode eight (laughs) Um, that's that's what you guys don't hear is while all of those like the sting at the end uh, where we're talking about all of our contact info and and giving us reviews chris and i just we just talk we just talk under it the entire time and you are never (laughs) pretty to it um but
1: uh, uh chris what do you got for final thoughts for this one what's what's going through your head I kind of made it in the, at the beginning, really. The thing that's overwhelming my brain right now is the, are we going to do this every time somebody says Ghostbusters? Like, just <sighs> go nuts Probably. over it? Um, Probably. So between that and you and I agreeing that we're going to do this uh, insert segment name here from now on. I think that's um, the way
0: to do it. And we kind of ended up doing that with Answer the Call, at, at least at the very start when there was just kind of like these little
1: yeah like later on things actually turned into set photos and all that sort of thing and
0: yeah yeah uh, but in this sort of stage oh god this this
1: this intangible proto-film stage it's uh, so at least for the next few months uh particularly heading into uh to fad fest Uh, that's why if i had a final thought uh i think that (laughs) uh uh uh, I'm starting to. Um, what's the Rocky Horror Picture Show thing there about Antissa patient <laughs> over FanFest It, it <laughs> feels it feels like like I was thinking starting three weeks back. Like I think we talked about this. I think even the last one we talked about it. It's like our guess was just inside the new year we'd hear about it. And every week that goes by, it's like they're gonna right. They gotta. Yeah. They're gonna. And every week I start the week going, this is the week. And it's like, well, it wasn't this week. So maybe this is our week, man. Maybe this is our week. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, geez, like everything else, that seems to be happening. Uh, literally, we'll drop this on Monday, and as you listen yeah, to it, the news Monday will night. come out. Yeah. Uh, <coughs>
0: well, let's let's do this because the other thing I want to talk about next week, and this will be kind of my like tag to your final thoughts, is that uh, uh, Howie Weed interview. Did you, uh, Yes. the ILM thing, cause I we didn't forgot. really get to talk about that. So no. I want, I, I want, I, I want to acknowledge that it happened. Uh, and maybe what I can, I can tell people to go do some homework, uh, before we come back next week, go listen to the talking Bay 94 podcast with Howie weed of ILM fame. He's the guy who uh, played the Wampa and uh, designed the mask. Uh, very cool guy. Um, but yep. there was a revelation in there about Ghostbusters 2, speaking of behind the scenes of Ghostbusters 2, which we didn't get yes. to. Um, and I'm, I'm going to tease it that way so that we can talk more about it next week. But uh, ag- again, I think our new format with insert segment name here um, is going to help it'll Uh, free up time yeah it'll help us get to that kind of stuff that I this is one that I really wanted to talk to you about and we didn't have time this week so we'll we'll save our our apologies to Matt Damon
1: uh, for not (laughs) making it on the show Matt and everybody else uh, I guess a third small final thought is and it's a it's a an inferred every week thought uh, hit your local comic shop and pre-order all the Ghostbusters stuff
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially the April uh, event uh, because the, that- it,
1: Yeah. I know uh, Mr. Jim Beard who's writing the Extreme Ghostbusters one is uh, out uh, chatting on Twitter and all that with people trying to get everybody excited about it. Uh, I don't know why he thinks he needs to get everybody excited because... <laughs> when was the last time we had an Extreme Ghostbusters comic? Never. That's right. So yeah. give it. Give it. We want it. Yeah. Give it. Give it. Give it. Give it over. Hand it Pre-orders over. Pre-orders are critical. Cru- days. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, but uh, all right. Well, uh jam-packed episode next week. We'll do our best to streamline it and make it a little more digestible, a little less than an hour and a half. But uh, until next week, we'll see you all on the other side. Who you gonna call? Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip. Visit us at Uh, ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. It used to be one of my two favorite shows.
1: Everything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Next week, though, Careless Cats. We're so cool.